Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of our Love Lived Out podcast. Um, so good to have all of you here. And um, we're really excited. God has been doing such amazing things in um, this whole series and, and podcast that we've been doing. We've been so blessed to just hear the hearts and, and the testimonies of the people um, here in our community in 247. And um, we've really had just such a beautiful response. Um, knowing that it's just blessing and touching so many people out there and just stirring faith for what the Lord has done and just positioning us for what He is calling us into and doing right now. Um, so we're really excited. Um, my name is Damien. For those who don't know me, I'm on leadership uh, here at 24-7 Church. And uh, with me today, we have my best friend and brother-in-law. Really, really excited. Um, this is Matt PMN. You want to introduce yourself, bro? Hey, guys. Um, yeah. I'm Matt. Um, for anybody who doesn't know me, also on, on leadership at 24-7. Um, love Jesus so much. <laughs> and uh, feel very weird in front of cameras <laughs> and things. <laughs> um, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, we just want to get um, conversational today. And uh, we're going to be talking about a couple different things. Um, just emphasizing uh, where we're going as a community, what we feel on our hearts to be really leaning into and pressing into is just the presence of the Lord. Um, so simple, but so beautiful, so powerful. And uh, so today we really want to, um, Matt's going to share a little bit about his testimony. It's it's beautiful. He's, he's such an awesome guy and God has done such incredible things um, in and through his life. So we're excited to chat around that today. And then um, just get into, getting into some um, just foundations and understanding into the presence of the Lord, what that actually is, what that actually means, and um, and the secret place, getting real practical and engaging with God, and and just what that looks like for the everyday believer, because it's, it's everything that we were made for. So, bro, I, I just want to hand over to you, and um, yeah, maybe you can just share a bit of your testimony with us, what God has done in your life, how you got to this chair right now, <laughs> and um, yeah, just what he's been doing. Okay, thank you. Um, sure. So, uh, sort of starting at the, the beginning, I suppose, um, I was born into a, a, a Christian family, um, so right from the beginning. But um, it was one of those, like, um, we, it was, it, was never, it was never real to me. Like, I know it was very real to my parents, and um, my parents really loved the Lord. And, uh, but just, it was just, I don't know, it just never, it was never, never real to me. Like we would come to, we would go to church every Sunday and my parents were deacons and my parents were, you know, they would, they would serve in the church. And, um, for me, it was just something that we did. Like we got up really early on a Sunday and it was dark and it was cold. <laughs> and like, it was like, um, it was just something that we did. And it, it was never, the, it was never real to me. And I kind of stayed in that. Um, and, uh, then we, we moved from Johannesburg to Pumalanga and uh, spent quite a few years there. And those years were, were really cool in a lot of ways, but they were really difficult in a lot of ways as well. Um, and uh, ended up growing qu quite, um, quite I don't want to say angry, but quite upset with the Lord. Just, and it was because I didn't really know him. Like I thought, you know, church was just something that we went to, but I didn't know the Lord. So then when, when it came to, to something that was difficult to go through, um, it was, it, I, didn't, I didn't know the Lord. I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. So it was really angry. It was really easy to become angry with the Lord when things are, are really difficult. So um, it was at, at that stage, um, it, was, it was just 
and I was I was quite young. I was probably twelve or eleven. Um, it was just easier to try and do things on my own because I didn't know because I didn't know the Lord, and um, I I decided to to uh, I don't know try and, and and get things done on my own. Yeah, starting to grow up, so <laughs> forming opinions and decision making time. So. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was it was weird, um, and then uh, I sort of was very closed off to the Lord from from that age forward. Um, and, uh, you know, grew up in Mpumalanga and I was a naughty teenager and <laughs> did a lot of things that we shouldn't have been doing. Um, and uh, and then when, when I was about uh, 17, we, we moved back to, to Johannesburg. Um, and... Uh, yeah, at, at that stage, I had I had met Zoe, who's now my wife. Like ten Ooh. years later, <laughs> um, yeah, like ten years later, I met Zoe when I was when I was seventeen. We hadn't moved back to Joburg yet. No, I met her when I was sixteen. We hadn't moved back to Joburg yet, and it was yeah, I met Zoe then, and then moved back after I'd turned seventeen, um, and then uh, yeah, it, it just life just sort of carried on. Um, it, things continued to be difficult for like our family we went through my parents went through a lot of like retrenchments and stuff like that and we were just um just very far from the lord and um and then i i um have always played guitars and stuff so i i ended up studying music um went to to a music school in pretoria where you went as well it was Represent. Really, <laughs> really awesome time but um but being becoming a, a musician comes with things when you're outside of the Lord like music was never meant to be a source of entertainment it was always meant to be worship unto the Lord but um it when you when it when it when it gets twisted like that it becomes that and um you know then sort of growing up further in the music scene after that after being a musician comes with a lot of things and um you know Zoe and I weren't saved at the time so it was just we were just living it up I suppose <laughs> um, if I could put it that way um, got into you know everything that comes with the scene all the the drinking and the partying and all that kind of stuff and it was just very far from the Lord um, and uh, I was I was sort of grew up in that time sort of not not having any direction like not knowing what I wanted to to do not having any plans or any goals it was just kind of taking every day as it comes and growing more and more empty and more and more lost and and more and more um uh like alone even though i had you know friends and and zara and i were, were together still just just feeling very very like unfulfilled and yeah. you press into other things when when you feel that way and you don't know the lord you know um so pressing into into more of the social stuff and and into more you know substances and things and and it was just it was really it was really not a good thing and then i started for some reason i don't know why started looking into like philosophy and things like that i was just like searching like yeah. i was just I was, I was just very lost and um and i remember i remember one one day um it was it was night time and I, I had a I had a really bad day and I sat outside on my front door on the step and um and I just I don't know, I just I don't know what like ended up or how I ended up getting there, but I just started speaking to the Lord. 
just really out of nowhere. And I, I just, I, it was that, it was that one moment. And I, I, like looking back, like that's like when it really started. Um, when like the there was that like drawing from the father, but um, but but nothing changed in my life. Like I sat down and I spoke to the Lord, and I like I had like a moment with Him, and then. And then like a whole like year went past where nothing changed and I didn't speak to the Lord again. But like when I really thought about it and really looked back, like that was a, like it was a moment and it was a moment that I forgot about. Um, but uh, yeah, so I went through that whole thing and was very far from the Lord and getting into philosophy and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, you know, we were working at a music school and um, you were working there as well. And we were we were very close, and we were, you know, Damon and I were in bands and stuff, and and you know all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, um, I stopped seeing Damien. <laughs> all of a sudden, I stopped seeing you. Like it was, I would see you at work, and then I wouldn't see you anymore. And uh, I was so like, what is what is going on? And it turns out you had gotten saved. <laughs> you had met the Lord, um, and uh, and it was and and your life had completely changed. So I didn't see you at the clubs anymore. I didn't see you like, you know. So I was like, what 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 happened, you know? And um, and then and then uh, out of nowhere, you invited us to your wedding. Um, <laughs> so I keep looking over there because Damien's wife is behind the camera. <laughs> but um, but you invited us to your wedding and. Um, at that point, Zoe and I had been together for uh, I think it was about six or s- you know, seven six years, or years, seven or eight years, yeah, something like that. Um, and uh, Zoe and I had journeyed a lot together, but we we went we went to your wedding. Gave us what like something like six weeks' notice or something <laughs> or something like yeah. that. It was like the Lord moves fast. <laughs> I, was yeah, I was like, I was like, I didn't see you anymore. Then all of a sudden, you're getting married, and I was like, what is going on? And um, and you cut your hair, like you had this long hair, and you cut your hair off, and you look completely different, and you look you were this completely different person. Um, and I, it, it, it like freaked me out at first. And then um, when we, we went to your wedding, and, and we, we watched this happen, and, and Con married you guys, and I, I saw something, that thing that I had been looking for in all the philosophy and in all of the, like the, the stuff and the junk and the other things. Um, I, I saw that in in you guys when when you got married. And like, I I saw it and I needed it. Like, I, I, looking back now, I know that it was it was the love of the Lord. But but back then, I didn't know what it was. But I was like, I need that. Um, and uh, like I said, I'd been with Zoe for for many years, and I I, I remember looking at Zoe, and I was like, I don't I don't know if I love you because it doesn't look like that. You know, it's been really hard to say it to your girlfriend. It was many years. Yeah, it was it was really hard. But like I remember that so clearly because that's how big that moment was for me. Like, like I don't have that, and and I need that. And I think that's 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 where it really started for me. And and it's it's something that um that 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 the Lord has done in me. You know, ever since I got saved, was is it's just always been the love of Jesus. Like it's, I I can't get away from the love of Jesus. You know, and it, and it started in that moment. Like I knew that I needed the Lord when I saw the love of Jesus, and I didn't know it. You know, like I saw, I I didn't know the love of Jesus, and I saw the love of Jesus, and I wanted that. Wow. You know, um, and it, it like it wasn't a. It wasn't a decision or anything. It just started happening. Like I'd, I'd seen it now. I'd been in. I'd been around it now, and I, I, I like had a taste of it. And something had to change now. So then, I found myself um, 
like all of a sudden just very naturally just like waking up really early in the morning and 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 reading my bible like a bible that i'd found from when i was a kid <laughs> you know um and this was in june of 2018 um and it was winter and it was cold and i would find myself getting up in the dark wow. and getting under a blanket and and reading the Bible, and I didn't know where to start, and so I just started with the New Testament. So I just started in Matthew and just started reading. And I remember getting to chapter 5 in Matthew with the, the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes. And, and, and I remember reading about how, how Jesus sees people like how like the how everything was completely opposite to everything else I'd ever seen like like the the you know the the people that will that will know God are the ones who are merciful <laughs> and the people that will inherit the earth are the ones who are meek and like it like didn't make sense to me but I I I found myself so amazed by it and then um and then someone like I think it was that week like everything happened in about the space of a week um Another friend of ours who had just recently gotten saved came to our house for breakfast, and he said, "Man, why don't you come to home group?" I think it was. I think he was like, "Yeah, like, like." I think it was the same day. He was like, "Why don't you come to home group tonight? Like, we have a home group happening um, at twenty-four-seven. Why don't you come to home group?" And I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll come." Really, not expecting anything, and and also not very keen because at that stage I was I was working until seven thirty at night, and. Um, home group started at seven so it was i was like i'm gonna be really late you know i'll i'll i'll, I'll try and make it kind of thing um and uh, i worked until 7 30 that night and then and and we ended up going so so zoe came as well zoe zoe was there before me she was there she could be there on time um and then i i got there probably at about quarter to eight like 45 minutes after it had actually started and um i had a had my guitar with me because i just finished teaching and we walked i walked into the building and um it was the like the young adults home group and everybody was just was just worshiping jesus and uh i i walked into this room and i, I put my guitar down it was like i walked into like the foyer of the old building and the the home group was happening in a another room and uh, I put my guitar down, like in the foyer, and I walked through into this room, and everybody was worshiping Jesus. And um, I had—I <laughs> wasn't in that room for more than a minute, <laughs> three seconds, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you guys were all there. Um, I wasn't in that room for very long at all before um, before I was just overcome by Holy Spirit. Um, I, it, it happened so quickly, but I, I walked into that room, and everyone was exalting Jesus, and Holy Spirit overcame me, and I, I, I fell to my knees, and I, I met the Lord, <laughs> I met Jesus, on the twentieth of June, two thousand and eighteen, at like. Eight o'clock at night, <laughs> um, and uh, and I, I I met Jesus, and and everything changed when I met Jesus. Um, I I couldn't move like I I felt like I was on fire 
and I, I was on the ground weeping, and I had no idea what was happening to me. I couldn't, I couldn't talk. I couldn't, I couldn't lift my head. I couldn't open my eyes, and I've been crying since then. <laughs> um, but uh, everybody in the room started praying for me and laying hands on me and and prophesying over me, and I had not a clue what was going on. <laughs> But you just walked straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that was my that was my entrance into twenty four seven being slammed by Jesus and then prophesied over <laughs> immediately. Prophesied <laughs> over immediately, yeah. Um and uh, and then the same thing happened to Zoe. Um everybody like like everybody prayed for me and I was on the ground in a puddle and <laughs> and then everybody turned to Zoe and, and started prophesying over her and she ended up in a gro- on the ground in a puddle. And uh, and I, I we came I came away from that and it was the same for for Zoe. Came away from that just in love with Jesus, like in one moment, like everything that I had ever needed or longed for, he he gave it all to me and more. Like he gave me himself in that one moment. I wasn't even looking for it. I wasn't looking for Jesus. I was looking for purpose or whatever, and. Um, and and Jesus like stood in front of me and introduced himself to me and my whole life was flipped upside down from that moment forward um since then he's he's taken me further and further into the secret place like i i, I met him that night but it was there was a, there was a response that had to happen so there was a like I met Jesus that night, but there was more that had to happen, and I knew that there was more that had to happen. Yeah, I couldn't just stay in yeah, a moment. Yeah, exactly. Like I couldn't, I couldn't. I knew that I was never going to be the same. I, I, I knew it. Like I, I'd, I'd now met God, and I, I, I knew that I couldn't carry on the way I was carrying on. I just couldn't because, like, then I was, you know, even though I was started reading my Bible and all that kind of stuff, it still wasn't that real to me, and I was still stuck in all the stuff. But then, after I met the Lord, and I really met Him, and He He introduced Himself to me, and He He He, he forgave me. He had already forgiven me, but He but it, but but He showed me that He forgave me. It it changed everything, and I I I had to. I had to say yes to him after that. I couldn't. I couldn't have had that, and then carried on the way I was living. Um, so Zoe and I had a like we had a conversation, and we were like, okay, we can never miss this. We have to be at every home group, and we have to be at every Sunday. Like we can't, we can't miss this. And it, and it, and then that's where it started. We met Jesus that night, and then and then we 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 pressed into our family. We met twenty four seven. The same night we met Jesus, <laughs> and um, and and twenty four seven has been a, a massive, massive part of this, a massive part of um, of of how we've grown and how we've we've learned um, to to press into the Lord. You know, they they twenty four seven pressed into us as much as Jesus pressed into us. Like it, it's I can't I can't diminish what what this family has done for us as well you know Beautiful. like they like, like grant and jane took us under their wing like from like day one like we came to a sunday and then the the next like in the week we, we were having dinner with them like they brought us in straight away and um and then yeah we've been part of 24 7 since and and seen seen the lord do amazing amazing things um 
and uh, by the so that was that was on the twentieth of June. On the second of September that same year, so and I got married. Um, where it was that the Lord redeemed our, our whole relationship. There was a time where we like you know we we, we I don't want to say separated, but like we we had to we had to learn we had to. Um, we had to learn the Lord for ourselves, yeah. like without leaning on each other, because we've leaned on each other very much. Yeah, learn who you are as yeah. individuals in Him. Exactly that. Exactly that. So, like, I spent those those months from like June until September, like on the couch and like sleeping on the couch and stuff, and like, and we we really pressed into the Lord on our own, and and um, and we we surrendered our relationship to the Lord, and then and then He let us get married on the the second of September in the same year. And uh, yeah, it's it, it's been it's been amazing <laughs> ever since yeah. then. Yeah. yeah, Ivan, when you um just going back to the twentieth of June that year, when when everything um happened, as you know, as Matt said, we we've known each other for a really long time. Um, I met you in Joburg, but just before you'd actually moved here, I think we were both like fourteen or fifteen at the time. Yeah, something like that. And. Uh, Man, I remember when I first met you, I was scared of you, bro. <laughs> Matt was a scary, scary <laughs> guy. Um, and, you know, Matt and I got really, really close over the years. As you mentioned, you know, we, we studied together and um, we were just really best friends. We did everything together. And for me, um, what was so wild about that night, I remember uh, I was on the opposite side of the room, but watching, uh, you know, facing the, the entrance, like the doors. And uh, I remember... Uh, watching you come in, and it was literally as he described it, it is what it is. You you walked in, you put your guitar down, and you immediately just fell to the ground weeping. And I was like, "What is going on?" You know, I'd already been saved and in the church for a while, but even that was like just shocking for me. I was like, "Whoa!" You know, if the Lord can break Matt, He can do anything. You know? um, but for me, it was just it was so beautiful to see. Um, just like you were saying, just the love of Jesus, how in a moment that can change everything. Yeah. You know, the, the, the hardest or the, the coldest heart, the most broken person, whatever situation anybody's faced, that even just the, the slightest taste of the love of Jesus is, is enough to melt anyone. Yeah. You know, just to, just to fall into his um, embrace. And, um, you know, it's been such a privilege to walk so close with you. And uh, man, I, I really want to say like your the the transformation that took place was like night and day, and and I really believe that it it, it should be that way. You know, yeah. when we've truly met the Lord, yeah, you can't help it. Like you yeah. said, it was like you just know it's it's like you it's not even a decision to yeah. make. It's like you you just cannot be the same yeah. ever again. In a moment, your desires change. In yeah. a moment, your um, your dreams, your 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 purpose, it's suddenly all realized because it's all in Him. Yeah. It's like everything, like you said, you were ever searching for in all different spheres and, and things in life it's in a moment you're like wow this is what i was made for yeah and uh, i love there's that immediate transformation you know the moment we're saved and, and holy spirit comes to live inside of us and and we're redeemed and transformed in, in, in a moment it's it's the finished work is is now inside of us but one yeah. with god it, it's it's wild um but then like you said there's now you couldn't just leave it no <laughs> As that it wasn't like, wow, what a night, you know, I'm just going <laughs> to, so that was cool, I'll put, write that in a journal, or no. remember the 20th of June and, and kind of do my thing. But like you said, it was, this demanded a response. Yeah. And not out of like a, a you know, like a, a heavy kind of like, or if I don't do these things, I'm going to mess up or whatever. It's no. just this desperation for more. Yeah, there was just no other option. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I've, I've seen him, I've felt him. 
and I want more. I'm yeah. In a moment, you're addicted. You know? Yeah. And um, so maybe we can talk a little bit about that. You know, let's say some, somebody's listening and they've, they've recently had um, that, that encounter. You know, that first time I've, I've looked at him, I've met him, I've felt his presence and it ruined me for anything else. But now what does it look like? Now I've met the Lord, I've, I've, I've engaged with him, but what does it look like day to day? Um, you mentioned the secret place. What, is it, what does it look like to actually now pursue the Lord um, in your life? It's a, a really good question, but the my my sort of first answer to that, um, and the the place that it comes from, is that Jesus loves you. <laughs> like the everything else comes from that. Like the like I said, the the thing that that the Lord um, ignited in me at first was was his was his love, and it's it's coming from that place that everything else. That everything else happens, and everything else really, really, really comes from that. So, like I've encountered the Lord. Now what? Now He loves you, and now receive His love for you, and know that that it's it's permanent, and there's nothing that you've ever done or ever could do that could ever separate you. Like that Romans eight, there is there is no created thing that can separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. There just isn't anything. So the 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 walk with the Lord after that has to come from that that really deep believing that he loves you and it's not a love that you can earn or that that can be removed or that you can um that you can mess up or be disqualified from he just loves you and when you come into that when you when you experience the love of god it's so easy to add other things onto it it's so easy easy to add on you know routines or or like you know language or you know, you can. Or, you know, there's so many things you can add on to it, but but to to stay in the love of God, that's where everything else comes from. Yeah. So so to the like, I've met the Lord. Now what? Kind of question is just stay in the love of Jesus, like that. That and it's not that initial feeling, but it's now your 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 permanent position. It's like the love of the Lord is not an initial feeling. It is a permanent position. It's something that you get to live in now. And it's for everybody. But when you when you realize it and when you have that revelation of it, then everything else, it's built on top of that. It's not you add the love of God to being a Christian. No, you live in the love of God. So good. So good. Awesome. Beautiful, man. And what would you say, um, I think something that we're trying to be more aware of as a church is we have a lot of language for certain things and um you know christianese as we sometimes call <laughs> yeah. it um you know and sort of without even realizing it there might be a lot of things that we say that you know people that aren't uh, saved or, or very new believers might not have any kind of reference for what that actually means yeah so when we talk about um uh, I met Jesus. I, I felt His presence. When we talk yeah. about the presence of the Lord, um, what does that actually mean for you? What does it mean to say I you know, I have His presence in me, and and that's I, I commune with Him in His presence every single day? Or you say, um, if you can put it into words, that somebody who <laughs> doesn't know, <laughs> you know um, what would you say? Just just in simplicity, like wh- what do we mean when we talk about the presence of the Lord? <sighs> That's a very, that's another very big question, but it's something that, it's something that's deeper than a than a feeling. It's something that's deeper than than an emotion. 
um, we use we use words that we can relate to, like like see or hear or feel, but there's something so much more than that. Like um, in um, I forget the the chapter, but the but the Bible says that there's a there's a place in the heart of man that cannot be filled by by anything else. You know the verse and Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes. three eleven. Yeah, Yeah, but there's there's that place that that can only be filled by the Lord, and that's that's not just um, that's not just the initial being saved. It's that place in 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 experience. That can only be filled by the Lord. There's that. There's that. That hole in 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 experience that is that 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 can only be filled with the Lord. So, the the presence of the Lord, we can use words like like um, overwhelming or or being undone or um, you know being we we say wrecked <laughs> by the presence of the Lord, but. The the presence of the Lord is so much more than than a word. The presence of the Lord is something that you that you walk into and you can never walk out of it again. You you walk into the presence of the Lord and it's it you 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 die. You die to everything else. You die to yourself. You die to to your your own desires. You die to the you die to to worries and to fears. You. You die to to even you know dreams and aspirations. You die to everything that's not the Lord, and you you are then so you're then raised by Him into into His own life, and then the the presence of the Lord is is living in that. The presence of the Lord is living outside of everything that is dead <laughs> and it is living in the life of Jesus and it looks like so many different things it looks like it looks like worshiping him it looks like living a surrendered life but it all comes back to back to knowing his love and that that happens that happens alone that happens in a secret place like you can come into a into an amazing church service and you can feel the the, like the electricity in the air and you you know you can get goosebumps and you can you can feel you know you can feel what's happening in the room but there's a difference between what happens in a room and what happens in you like if you if if you if you die and are raised to life in Jesus you can't help but live in the presence of the lord because now his his he fills all in all like he becomes your substance he becomes everything so you walk into a room with other people that love Jesus and it explodes because everybody in the room loves Jesus and that's the amazing feeling that somebody might feel when they walk into a into a, a room like that somebody that may not be somebody who's not saved like to getting back to the original question like what is describing the presence of the lord it's not that feeling it's not the feeling of goosebumps and the feeling of of you know you know that kind of thing that's freedom in a moment and that's that's great and and i, I love those amazing rooms but the presence of the lord is intimacy with jesus the presence of the lord is is unity with jesus like in in john chapter 17 where where jesus prayed for us he prayed that we would be in union with him that we may behold his glory that's that's the presence of the lord it's 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 tangible and it's incorporeal like it's it's all things all at once because it's jesus it's not the goosebumpy feeling it's it's you died and you're alive in jesus and now you get to know god yeah. 
and, and it's his good pleasure to know you. The presence of the Lord is not something that I think I could explain simply with, with any kinds of words or anything like that, but the presence of the Lord is, is alive. <laughs> the presence of the Lord is love. The presence of the Lord is, is fullness of joy. It's, it's like nothing you can experience or, or get anywhere else but from the Lord. I love um, everything that you're um, talking about, and, and you actually specifically said it, is that all of those things that you're saying now is, is, is found in Jesus. And for me, I think probably the, the simplest but most powerful kind of way to understand what it actually is when we just simply say his presence or, or his presence, you can feel his presence, you know. Um, the presence of the Lord is the Lord. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, think about uh, even right now, I'm, I'm aware of you sitting here, not just because I can see you sitting here, yeah. but you can, you can feel when you're with other people, you yeah. know. Yeah. Everybody has a presence, so to speak. Yeah. Some not very nice, <laughs> some very yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, and for me, I think something yeah. so important is, is just really understanding that the presence of the Lord is the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. When you feel the presence come into the room, it is Jesus coming into the room. And, um, you know, like you were talking about, there's sometimes you can get those goosebumps and you feel the vibe. And like you said, it's not just stop there. Yeah. The person of Jesus yeah. has walked into the room yeah. and that requires, if not demands, my attention. Yeah. I recognize um, his presence because I feel that love like you were yeah. talking about. I feel the love of God uh, manifest yeah. in the room. I feel... Um, just his glory and, and, and just that, that beautiful freedom. And it's my responsibility and joy to now engage yeah. because my king is walking yeah. into the room. You know, we, we know Jesus as, as, as king and as Lord. And, and, and you know, when we read context um, uh, in the Bible, we don't really have um, a lot of monarchies and things like that anymore. But when a king walked into the room, the room acknowledged that the yeah. king was there. Yeah. And, um, and I love that about the presence of the Lord is it's, it's simply acknowledging the person, Jesus, um, which is such a beautiful thing. And, and one more thing I want to say as well is I love um, in the original Hebrew, they never had a word for presence. You know, when we read the Psalms and, yeah. and a lot of the Old yeah. Testament and we see the word presence, that's our understanding. You know, we have yeah. the word presence, but they actually spoke about his face. So when you draw near to the presence of God, yeah. you're drawing near to His yeah. face, to yeah. look into His eyes and to allow Him to gaze upon you. Yeah. And it's in that place where um, what I love about it so much is, you know, we can talk about this and maybe you're thinking you must feel so like big and so alive and so like powerful in that moment because you're beholding God. But there's something that makes you so small. Yeah. And... That sounds like a bad thing, but it's not. It's just the more you behold him and just look at him, the more you realize just how small you yeah. are, but also how big he actually yeah. is. And yeah. I don't, I'm not talking about size. I mean, yeah. just the, the bigness and the magnitude of his glory. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just to add to what you're saying, I, I feel simply the presence is him. Yeah. He is the presence of the Lord. Yeah. It's about um, engaging with the man, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, to know the presence of the Lord is to know Jesus. Like you, when, you, when you do experience the presence of the Lord, realize and know that it isn't just a moment and it is something that you can live in because you're called to live in Jesus, you know, to know that, that when, you, when, when, you, when you feel his presence, you're feeling him. When you feel that, when you feel that, that, that awe, 
you're feeling Jesus. He's he's it's not the, just a vibe. No, <laughs> he's the king of glory. Like you can't you you can't you can't come away from that the same. Beautiful. And I love um, you know, another kind of Christianese thing that we often say is that Christianity is not a religion, it's a relationship. Yeah. Even if you're not saved, somebody's heard that somewhere yeah. down the line. Yeah. But now that's very difficult to understand if I don't associate being able to um, engage with the man Jesus. If I'm not engaging with a person, with a personality, how is what you can't have a relationship with nothing. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. You yeah. can't have a relationship with um, a vibe or with, the or wind. with an <laughs> yeah, or with an idea or, or anything like that. You know, it. You have a relationship with a person, and that's why for me, I love um, in Ephesians, Paul talks about um, one of the the greatest and closest depictions we have of the relationship between Jesus and His church is a man and his wife. Yeah, it's that intimate. Um, oneness, that that bond, it, it's all about, you know, Jesus is coming back for a bride. He's yeah. not coming back for a building. Yeah. yeah, He's coming back for people. His heart was to reconcile people to their father. That looks like a relationship. Yeah. So um, maybe where we can go is really, I think, the heart and, and soul and just everything about our Christian lives is knowing that we've been called to be reconciled to the father. Yeah. John 17, Jesus prayed, um, and this is eternal life, yeah. not a ticket into heaven. Yeah. This is eternal life, that they Amen. know you, the yeah. one true God and Jesus Christ who yeah. you've sent. Yeah. So what I want us to talk about, what I'd love for you to share, um, one thing that I've been so marked by uh, in your life from that, that sudden tipping point of you encountering the Lord is I think something that um, you've really impacted this, this family and this community in is your absolute zeal and devotion to seeking the presence of the Lord. Um, you know, we've been on trips together, and I know if we have to get up at three in the morning, you'll get <laughs> up at one in the morning yeah. to make sure that you're alone with, with God, you know. Um, you, you, you've just modeled a, just a beautiful faithfulness in knowing that your highest call as His Son is, like you were saying, to stay in His love and to seek His face every single day. And, um, man, that, that's convicted my life. I know, uh, you know, again, not in a negative sense, but um, what I love about you, bro, is you make people hungry for the more of Jesus because it's so evident the way you go after him. So um, I'd love for you to share um, your heart on the secret place. Um, I know it's going to look different for every people because yeah. the Lord is the same, but um, his people are different. So it's yeah. al there's always going to be a unique expression, but... I'd love to know from you with your journey, bro, what it looks like to have that daily intimacy with the Lord, what it looks like to set, it, um, set aside time daily in the secret place, what that even is, what is the secret place. And yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Just I'd love for you to share your heart on, on, on your journey in that. Um, so for me, like I, I mentioned earlier, how I would find myself sitting and reading the Bible and um, before I, I really met the Lord, and it was something that um, that I didn't really understand. But um, it's Matthew five, six, and seven are some of my favorite areas in the Bible. But um, in the it doesn't say this in every translation, but in the New King James, in uh, Matthew chapter six, verse six, it says, um, "What Jesus says." But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. 
and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly and the it's not that that we seek the the open reward like the the Lord rewards those who diligently seek Him, but the reward of seeking Him is is Him. <laughs> Come on. You know, the reward of seeking the Lord is finding the Lord. Um, so for me, the the secret places, um, it just naturally happened. It naturally became that that response. Um, I I really love Jesus, and and I I, I really love being with Him. That's that's the the for me the motivation of the secret places. I just want to be with the Lord. Yeah. I just I want to I want to be with Him. I want to know I want to know what is what is what He's like. I want to know His heart. I want to know I want to know what His voice sounds like. I, I want to I want to I want to feel His touch. I want to I, I want I want Him to explain the Bible to me. I want I want to, I want to know the Lord. I want to know. I want to know him. He's he's my father and he's my best friend, but he's he's the best teacher and he's the most amazing guide and he's 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 an amazing lover and he he's 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 so much bigger than me and I'm so small <laughs> and I, I love him so much. So I I can't I can't not yearn to be with him. I can't not yearn to to be alone with him, because when I when I'm alone with him, then 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 he comes and he comes to be alone with me. Wow. It's it's not it's the secret place is not a one way thing. I'm not going in to go and learn about the Lord. I'm not going in to go and memorize scriptures. I go in and he's there waiting for me. Every single day, <laughs> I, I get to I get to get out of bed in the morning, kiss my wife, and go and see Jesus. Like that's that's so exciting to me. That's that's so amazing to me. That 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 God will come and be alone in a room with me. And and it's I feel like it's my it's 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 my duty, but it's my 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 honor to respond to that if god the creator of of everything if he wants to be alone with me then how could i ever say no to being alone with him so it's it's my it's been my prayer for the longest time is lord i want everything in me to be found to worship you that's what the secret place is. You you go in and you and you let him into you, and he comes into you, and and he he looks for he looks for the things that that are that are broken, and he doesn't just fix them. He he makes them new, and he looks for the deep places that that you don't even know about, and without you ever once having to deal with anything. He makes you new from the inside out. He he comes to you with, with his presence and with his blood. He comes to you with his spirit, and he gives you everything. He gives you all of himself. That happens in the secret place. That's what the open reward is. It's the Lord. You you have the 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 amazing privilege of being alone with God, and it's from that place. 
that everything else flows. It's from that yeah. place that 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 worshiping the Lord comes from. It's from it's from that place that going to your job is easy. It's from that place that knowing God is easy. And it takes it it's almost like it, it takes practice to to be to be alone with God because it, it seems crazy. Like like he's God and he wants to come and be alone with me, but he really does. <laughs> So settle it on your heart. God loves you yeah. and he wants to know you so and he wants you to know him. So get over that and come and be with Jesus. Like it, it really is that simple. But yeah. then once you make that decision, it does, it does take, it takes something. It takes, it takes practice and it takes, it often takes sacrifice. Like you said, if you have to get up at three o'clock in the morning because you have to leave for work at five o'clock in the morning, then do it because yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like, and like you said earlier, it's that that picture of a of a, a husband and wife. Like there is nothing I wouldn't do for my wife, and there is nothing I wouldn't do for the Lord. So getting up before, like many hours before I technically need to, is not is not a sacrifice. It's 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 worship to the Lord. Like it's sure. it's not something that's difficult to do because I love him. Like if you if you really love someone and and you know that they really love you, there isn't anything you wouldn't do for them. And and there isn't anything that Jesus hasn't already done for me. Jesus died for me. Yeah. Jesus died for me. He 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 did that for me. Why would I not get up early in the morning? Why would I not? Why would I not give him my day? Yeah. Why would I not give him myself? Because yeah. God gave himself to me. So why would I not give my small self to God? You know, he, he, he gave himself to me. Yeah. So I, I, my response is to give myself back to him because, because he did that for me, because he loves me. So I get to do that for him because... Yeah. He taught me what love is, yeah. and I get to love him with that same love. So that's, that, like I said, it take it takes practice. Like sometimes it, it feels difficult to go into the secret place, and especially in the beginning. But a, an analogy that that Grant used once that I, I still think about that I love so much. He said, if you're preparing, to to if you're gonna if you're gonna run a marathon, you can't just decide one day to get up in the morning and run a marathon. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You have to train. You have to you have to start. You take yeah. a step. You like you get up and you start, and you take a step and you take another step, and then and then you walk, and then and then you start to run, and then it gets easier to run, and then you can you can start to run further, and then it starts to get easier to run further, and then you can and then you can run for longer, and then it starts to get easier to run for longer, and then it becomes faster you can start to run faster and it's the same thing with the secret place like like you, you take that first step you go in and and you're like the life doesn't like it when you're in the secret place yeah. like the things of the world don't like it so as soon as you go in there's sometimes especially in the beginning like it's hard and there's so many thoughts and it, it now all of a sudden you're alone in a room and it's quiet and then uh, when you're alone in a room and it's quiet you remember all the things you have to do <laughs> for the day and everything and yeah. it's just it's it it takes that practice to get to get through that and it's, it takes that diligence to do it and to be diligent in it and 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 the the, the lord in my experience really honors that like yeah. if it, no, even if it's really hard for you to go in it's not about 
it being easy or being difficult to go into the secret place. It's about your heart before the Lord. Yeah. So something that, that Connor said to me once as well, he said, rather spend 10 minutes with the Lord and know that you're a son than spend four hours with the Lord and come out an orphan. You know, yeah. like, wow. like so it's, it's like you, it's, it's not about the, the amount of time that you spend. It's about your heart before the Lord. It's about your response to him, you know, and, and often with that, it looks like hours with the Lord. And sometimes it doesn't, like you said, it looks different for everybody. Like for me, it, it like, I don't, I, f I find myself not even going in with things to pray for or whatever. Okay. Like, you know, Zoe always laughs at me. Like she'll, she'll ask me to pray for something and I'll go and spend time with the Lord <laughs> and I'll come out like four hours later and she'll be like, so did you pray for that? And I'll be like, no, I actually didn't. <laughs> I actually didn't pray for that. Like I, was, I just cried <laughs> for four hours, you know, and it's there's 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 times to to specifically pray for things and there's times to to specifically go after things like they absolutely are like there there really is and the lord honors that as well but the secret place is the secret place isn't for you the secret place is the tithe of your life wow. like the secret place is is like the same way like we just did the whole faith and finances thing it's a heart issue it's a heart matter and how you you give to the lord what is his the secret place is the tithe of your life the secret place is 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 this is yours for the lord it belongs to the lord so give it to him you can't expect to have a relationship or grow with somebody without spending time with them it's not possible it just doesn't happen that way so so give to the lord what is the lord's and my life is the lord's Sorry. so my my day starts with the lord yeah. and my day ends with the lord the secret place for me for the last while has been the the morning and the evening like before i start my day and after i end my day going into the secret place and and often the mornings and the evenings look different you know like it's it's just it's whatever the Lord wants to do, but don't go into the secret place with an agenda. Go into the secret place with a heart posture that this belongs to the Lord and it is for whatever He wants to do. If He needs to deal with things in your heart that need to come out and need to be made new, then He'll do it. But if He just wants you to worship Him, then just worship Him. If He has scriptures for you to go through that are going to change you and transform you by Holy Spirit, then then do that. If He if He just wants you to sit in silence and do absolutely nothing but sit with Him and do that yeah. if he wants you to cry for three hours or, or <laughs> laugh for 20 minutes do, like whatever the lord wants to do do that yeah. and and how to to know what the lord wants to do is to not go in having a, a an agenda or an idea yeah. of what it's going to look like go in and surrender yeah go just in and just going to be with yeah Jesus go in and exactly give it to him and then and and, and ask holy spirit what the time is for today Ask him what he wants to do that day. Ask the Lord what's on his heart. Like, when was the last time you asked the Lord what's on his heart? You wow. know, like, so often we go into the secret place and we go like, Lord, I'm struggling with this. Or, yes. or like, will you deal with this within me? Or, or you know, or, or I love you so much. Like, that's amazing. But he wants to tell you that he loves you too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you can ask him. You really can. You can ask him what's on his heart. And, 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 and he'll tell you. <laughs> Because he's merciful and he loves you so much. So good. Beautiful, man. That's so, so, so good. Um, this, I feel, is the most important thing for um, any believer um, to catch where, you know, 
if if we don't get this right, if if this simple yeah. truth of just loving Jesus and my greatest desire is to know him every single day, yeah. all the other stuff will never have the impact that it was meant to have. Or or just there'll be no reward in it really because it becomes just a, a duty rather than like you said, everything flows from the secret place. Yeah. When I'm in love it's easy to follow after him. When yeah. I'm in love, it's easy to be obedient to anything yeah. that he's called me to do. And uh, I love how you said, uh, you know, it's not about having an agenda. Like, I know particularly, um, the you know, the moment that you get saved, there's a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of them are answered in a moment. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of things that we want to know. Mm. And uh, I, I just always think about um, Colossians uh, in chapter 1 where, you know, it's talking about the preeminence of Jesus. And just one of my favorite um, things in there, the scripture says that um, uh, through him, or, or everything was made through him and for him. Yes. Which means that there's nothing in my life that I need to be concerned with yeah. if it's not through Jesus yeah. and for Jesus. Everything I could possibly desire, everything that he has planned and purpose for my life is found in him anything that's outside is fabricated and and just false yeah and it's not going to do anything for me yeah. it's not going to do anything for the lord yeah and then um in chapter two it talks about um in jesus in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge meaning whatever whatever aren't whatever questions and not just new believers but believers in general questions arise in our hearts you know but i think something that really set me free um, so much is just knowing that everything I could ever desire to know, every answer to every question, every every confusion, it's always pointing me not to try and seek an answer, but to seek His face, yeah. to seek the person of Jesus. And uh, what I get so excited about and, and what I want to encourage, um, if you're watching and if you're listening, is that intimacy with the Lord, pursuing a relationship with the Lord, daily devotion and that that diligence to just simply be with him like that you know we can say a lot of things and make it sound um like it's like it's a difficult thing to do or like you got to make sure you you tickle the boxes to to spend time with the lord correctly but i want to just simplify it and go it's simply spending time with jesus you know i think one of the biggest questions that people ask is how do i spend time with the lord how do i have a relationship with god and it's like well how would you have like you mentioned how would you have a relationship with a person it's time spent with them you get to know what somebody is like by being with them you get to know um, what their heart beats for the things that yeah. they want to see the things that they want to do the way that they are the way that they do things by spending time with them yeah and the beautiful thing about Jesus is, you know, when you spend a lot of time with, um, with friends and, and, and family, um, or, or anybody really, whether it's a good or a bad influence, it's very easy for things to rub off on yeah. you by spending time with yeah. somebody. Now, that is a kingdom principle that we see in the world. But imagine the scale and just the, the force and the power of that same principle, but with Jesus. I spend time with him because without even trying to be anything or do anything, time in his presence changes me. Yeah. It makes me more like him. Yeah. You know, Paul talks about in, in um, Philippians chapter 3, or chapter 2, I think, uh, about working out your salvation. It's like inside of me, I've been made one with the Lord. I've been fully redeemed and transformed. Yeah. But now the process of working out what the Lord has done inside of me 
only happens through relationship and yeah. knowing him. Paul yeah. said, I count everything else as yeah. garbage. It's absolute rubbish compared to the surpassing worth of knowing mm-hmm. Christ yeah. Jesus, my Lord. And what gets me so excited about this is um, the Lord is doing incredible things um, in the world right mm-hmm. now. He, he has been for a long time, but right now there is just such an acceleration and just a mighty unveiling of Jesus in the earth. And it's and it looks like signs and wonders and people getting saved. And, and you know, we're, we're in the middle of this global pandemic, but it's actually... In my heart, it's been an amazing time because although it's been difficult and challenging, what the Lord has done is um, he's stripped away so many of the things that we decided were church, that we decided were ministry. And everything that we're talking about today is where I believe that the Lord is bringing us back to the simplicity of knowing Jesus, daily pursuing him, no matter what that costs, because that scripture that you read in Matthew 5, where he talks about go to your father in the secret place. Just before that, he, the reason why it goes there is because he, he, he mentions the Pharisees. Yeah. And he says, don't be like them who, who um, you know, they want to be seen yeah. out in the streets. And they, they use many, many words thinking that they're going to be heard. Yeah. They're trying to pr- portray something externally. But Jesus says, if you want the open reward, if you want your life to truly have the impact that I've made it yeah. to have through me. Yeah. That is found in the secret yeah, place. Yeah. That is found being with me in private. Yeah. Spending time in my presence, allowing that receiving of my love to, to change everything about yeah, you. Yeah. So that when you are out in the open, suddenly the world begins to um, just be so deeply impacted by, by Jesus in you and coming through you. So yeah. what I want to um, encourage people with is the Lord is doing incredible things right now. And uh, it's, it's really exciting and you want to get involved and put your hand to stuff, and, and, and it's so awesome. But even in my own heart, I feel this constant check to make sure that I'm not doing the things of the Lord because I'm excited of the things of the Lord. It must flow from a place of I'm in love with this man, yeah. Jesus. I'm in love, like you said, with the one who gave everything just so that I could know him. He didn't give everything so that I could be good at ministry. Yeah. Uh, or whatever sphere we're, we're put in, you know, but he, he gave everything so that we could be reconciled to his heart. And from that place, I, I really believe there's such an awakening happening in the world at the moment. Yeah. And it's a stripping away so that the lovers of Jesus can rise yeah. up. Yeah. What will change the world is not, um, uh, you know, religion and all the external things. What will change the world, as you've changed so many people's lives, is by being able to see um, something different about somebody. Yeah. When you can see, it's this is not just like a passion or, you know, just what this guy does. There is something about this woman or about this man that I am desperate for, because it's ingrained in us. There's that space yeah. in our hearts, like we chatted about, yeah. um, that's meant for only God. And, yeah. and I believe the Lord is taking us into that place to truly be a people of His presence, where I would rather say no to the promise if it means it costs me His presence. Yeah. Yeah. Like Moses in, in Exodus 33. Yeah. I know that's one of our favorite chapters. <laughs> yeah. We read that all the time. Where Moses says, do not even take us there. Yeah. Do not take us to the land that you promised. Yeah. Generations and generations yeah. ago, if it means that you won't go yeah. with us. My desire for his presence can must never outweigh my desire for um, promise or, or anything that yeah, he's called me absolutely. to. The highest call in our lives is to know him and to love him. Yeah, it has to be. It just um, I've been stuck in John 17 the past little while 
And it's just the, these, these two parts that, that I keep coming back to, but it's from verse 20, and he says, Jesus says, I, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you loved me. Like an, an effective life is a life in unity with Jesus. He prayed for, for unity. He prayed that, that we may be one with him. He prayed for unity with us and him, that we may know that he loves us, but also that the world may know that the Father sent Jesus for the world. Like that's what a, a life that, that's lived in, in unity and in surrender with Jesus is effective. And, and it's, it's unity so that, that we may know the Lord, but also so that the world may know that Jesus was sent for the world. You know, a life that, that, that lives that starts in the secret place. It starts with being one with the Lord. It starts with unity with Him. And then the fruit of that is, is just a blatant declaration of the love of Jesus to the world. That's just inescapable, you know, and it's without even trying. It becomes, it becomes what, you, what you express. It becomes who you are because because you, you have Jesus in you, you know, and that, that's, that's, that's the unity, and that's, that's a fruitful life, a fruitful, effective life in the Lord is a life lived in intimacy with Him. Beautiful, beautiful. Awesome. Just to um, be sensitive to time, I think if there's anything that um, anybody listening and watching takes away from today, it's just um, something I feel Matt just communicates so beautifully and always... I know in my own life brings me back to that simplicity, which is just very simply but so powerfully that Jesus loves you so much and uh, so everything much. starts and flows from that place. Um, you need to know that he gave his life for you, not just because, <laughs> um, but because he loves you so much and his every desire was to remove everything that ever separated you from him so that you could know him, not as an idea, not as, um, oh, well, that would be nice, but the reality of knowing His presence and encountering Him and, and experiencing that love in your heart and in your life. And from that place, being everything that He's called you to be. And um, I just feel like what you need to know most, uh, nothing else, there's, there's no solution. Maybe you're in a difficult um, space right now and you're so desperate for breakthrough or you're so desperate for an answer or for a circumstance to change or whatever it might be. Um, but truly, I can say in my own life and I know in Matt's, there's this beautiful thing about the presence of the Lord and knowing Jesus that even if your circumstance doesn't change, you feel different. Um, knowing yeah. Jesus... And, and, and having His presence and knowing Him as the highest desire in your life changes and shifts our focus that anything could be going on around me, but He matters most, which means things could be going great in life or things maybe, I'm in a, a real difficult um, time right now. You know, storms are going to come. We're in a pretty big storm in the, yeah. in the world right now, but it never changes Jesus' love for you. Yeah. It never changes how desperately he actually wants to know you and invite you into his presence to know him so i want to just maybe end off um, we want to pray I, i'd love for you to just pray over everybody bro but i feel like just to to speak um like a word of encouragement to just say 
It's not that complicated. There's something yeah. so simple about knowing Jesus and, and spending time with him. And I feel like it's something that we so easily complicate because it's, it's wild to think that me, a small little speck in the universe, can actually know and engage with God. And even more than that, like you said, he so desperately wants to know me and invite me into that space to know him. So I just want to speak against any kind of confusion or, um, or doubt about that kind of life being possible. I want you to know that Jesus paid a great price for you to know him. And he didn't suffer what he suffered to make it hard for you to know him. He dealt with everything so that it would be easy. Yeah. Um, and he really, really loves you so much. I believe with everything that the Lord is calling the church into this time, what is absolutely vital now more than ever is being intimate with the Lord. Yeah. Is knowing him deeper than we ever even thought possible uh, to know him because what he's unveiling, what he's doing, I believe requires a greater knowing of him than we ever thought possible. Um, and it's so exciting because like you said, the reward is him. The more I press in, the more I know God, <laughs> the more I get to spend time with Jesus. And then the more I get to see him move through my life as yeah. well. And then it's authentic. Yeah. Then the fruit is of him and it's abiding. It's yeah. not fabricated. It's not false. No. It, it changes the world around me. Yeah. So, bro, I just want to honor you and thank you so much for just your time today and just sharing your, your testimony and, and, and your life and what it looks like for you to, to pursue Jesus. And I know in my own life and in this community, it's made such a big and significant impact to see the transformation in your life and just that ongoing, ever-increasing hunger for the more of Jesus. And I, I just believe that what you carry is so vital for the time that we're in. So what I'd love for you to pray for is... Um, just to release encounter over, um, over the listeners and, and over the viewers, just to, um, you know, to just pray to the Lord, to just continue to woo people, that all the distractions would fall away and that they would just see this beautiful, beautiful call on their lives to, to actually know God. Um, if we could just end off by praying for that, I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I just want to just have a scripture. <laughs> Sorry, I know time and everything. That's all right. But it's just a short one. It's just um, in Acts chapter 2, uh, verse 38, it's the, the second part of the verse where Peter says, um, he baptized in the name of, of Jesus Christ. Let me read the whole verse. Um, and Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord God will call. Lord, we say yes to you. Thank you for the promise of your Spirit for everyone, for all who are afar off and all that you will call, all who are close. Lord, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your spirit that you gave to us, that you poured out on all flesh. Holy Spirit, we say yes to you. Have our lives. Have who we are. Lord, thank you for every single 
every single eye that will see this and every single ear that will hear it. Thank you for your presence. For your presence. Your undeniable, all-consuming presence. For every single person who sees and hears. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for how you love us. And I thank you for ongoing revelation and relationship with you. Yes, thank you. I thank you for your presence every single day. That your presence is more real than anything else. I ask for that reality. That your presence, the person of who you are, yeah. your face would be more real to all of us than anything else. We surrender to you and we love you. Yes, thank you. I worship you, my King. You are good. You are great and greatly to be praised. So, Lord, be lifted up. Be exalted. And I thank you for your presence more and more and more and more and more. Let us know you more and more every day for the rest of our lives and after. Let us know who you are as our good Father and our best friend, the one who loves us so much. We love you. We honor you. We thank you. Yes, thank you. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Lord, we just we thank you for what you're doing here today. Thank you for just the testimonies that you're going to bring in, Lord, of just people encountering you. And Lord, right now, I just want to pray for every single person that is listening today and that watches this podcast, Lord. I just thank you for them. Lord, I thank you that it's no coincidence um, for anybody who watches this to be watching it. Thank you that it's always um, you working and opening doors and leading people into the, into the depths of who you are, leading them to your presence, leading them to your love. So, Lord, over every person listening and watching, I just want to declare just a simplicity and power of who you are, Lord. I pray that where there's been confusion, I, I thank you that you're not a God of confusion, but of peace. I just want to declare the peace of Jesus over every single heart and ear that is listening today. Lord, I just declare your love over them. And I thank you right now, Lord, for your presence to just fill every room for your tangible presence to just come upon and within every listener right now. And that you just begin to touch them, Lord. And that you would awaken their hearts to the beauty and simplicity of simply knowing you, Lord. The beautiful life that you paid for. We thank you, Lord, for such a wonderful gift. Such a wonderful gift. I thank you, Jesus, that you are raising up lovers. You are raising up 
a people that are so zealous for your presence, so hungry for the more of you, and from that place to make you known. Lord, I pray that right now you mark the lovers of Jesus. Right now, would you brand your love and your word on, on our hearts, Lord. I thank you that every single desire right now is replaced by our, our one true desire, the greatest desire, which is to know you, to encounter your presence. Because nothing else, not even your call on our lives, not even things that you promise or give us, can ever compare to the beauty of your presence. Thank you, Lord, that you're raising up a people of your presence. Lord, we love you and we honor you. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you just keep us in this place of simplicity, of just every day pursuing the one who we love, pursuing the one who gave his life for us. We honor you, Lord, and we worship you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Just thank you. If you if you're looking at this, if you if you're watching this and listening to this, and and you feel something in you, and you want to say yes to this, you want to say yes to Jesus. Say yes. Whether you you have been saved or, or whether this is the first time you're hearing about this amazing man. Will you pray this with me? Say yes to Jesus. And know that he loves you. Jesus. Have all of me. Have all of me, Lord. I submit to you. I give you my life. I want to know you. I want to know what it's like to be loved by you. I want to see your face. I want to feel your presence. And I want my life to matter. So I surrender my life to you. I give you my heart and my mind and my spirit. Have all of me. Have my life. Have my steps. Let my life bring glory to you. I give my life to you. And I love you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Wow. I just want to uh, encourage you if, you, if you prayed that prayer along with Matt and you just have resonated with anything that we've spoken about, uh, I want to encourage you that the Lord loves doing um, this kind of thing through family. We're, we're made to journey with each other and, and, and disciple each other and, and grow together. There's no lone wolves in the church of God. Um, we're made to, to function as a body and as a family. So I just want to invite you into this community of, of people of His yeah. presence. I want to invite you to join a family 
Um, I know for both of us, we wouldn't be where we are um, if it wasn't for family every day stirring one another yeah. up to, to continue to pursue Jesus. So if that's you, please um, reach out to us. Um, either you can search 247 Church on either Facebook or Instagram and message us there, or you can email us, info at 247church.co.za. Uh, we'd love to connect with you and journey with you. And uh, yeah, bless you. Have a powerful week. Jesus loves you. And we'll see so you much. next time. Thank you so much.